Listener Production. The deadliest bite in the history of the planet. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto, and this is The Science Briefing, a podcast about the science of everything. The Tyrannosaurus Rex is likely the most recognizable dinosaur out there. Small arms, big head, and even sharper teeth. Scientists continue to dig deeper to learn more about the sheer power the T-Rex held in its mouth. Today, the science behind the T-Rex bite and what dinosaur discoveries are still on the horizon. Evram, I am so excited today. I love dinosaurs and you love dinosaurs. And I want to start the episode with a bit of a dinosaur flex, if I may. I have a velociraptor, or specifically a Jurassic Park velociraptor tattoo on my arm because I am clearly a massive dweeb. What is your dinosaur flex? Well, we are both dweebs and we are both dinosaur lovers, but I don't have a dino tattoo. I do own like nearly 50 dinosaur-related PC games, though. Evram Yazgan is a science journalist for Cosmos magazine. My two favorite games are Ark Survival Evolved and The Isle. And I know you didn't ask, but they are big open world games where you get to experience and even play as lots of different dinosaurs. So apart from owning like literally every dinosaur PC game known to humankind, you are also the resident dinosaur reporter at Cosmos, which I love. I love that that's a thing that exists. I am curious though, how often is new research on dinosaurs actually coming out or, you know, new things coming out that warrant talking about? Yeah. So to give you a bit of a sense of how much dinosaur research is still going on, when I start work every day, one of the things that I do is I have to check different news feeds to see what's going on in the science world. Uh, And each day there's at least one dinosaur story or, or research project or discovery. Things are coming out all the time. There's either a new species being discovered or as technology develops, we're able to look back at old species and find out more about how they lived and died. We're also piecing together the dinosaurs' world, how they interacted with their environment and with each other. And we're obviously talking about tens and hundreds of millions of years ago, so there's a ton more discoveries still to be made. So we're not necessarily going to see a slowing down in research while there's so much still around. But a good case study for just how much research is still going on in the world of dinosaurs is an old classic, the Tyrannosaurus rex. Okay, spell out the obvious for us, Evram. Why does everyone froth over the T-Rex? I mean, obviously there's the Jurassic Park movies. If the T-Rex wasn't already on the map, that put it there even more. Its appearance and features also make it super popular. They were about the size of a school bus, weighing up to eight tons. And of course, the big head, small arms combo is a pretty funny one and iconic. They were the biggest predator during the Cretaceous period, and some think it was the biggest land predator of all time. But one of the features that continues to fascinate people, especially researchers and scientists, is their bite and the power behind its bite in particular. Yeah, the T-Rex famously is known to have the deadliest bite of all time. What's so special about the bite? Like it's the jaw, teeth, mouth. Tell me, Evram, tell me more about this bite. I mean, the mouth alone had 60 serrated teeth, each about eight inches long. So it's like a bunch of steak knives filling this animal's mouth. And it would have used these to pierce and rip flesh 
sometimes throwing its prey up into the air and swallowing it whole. The T-Rex probably had a bite force of around 35,000 newtons, and newtons are a measurement of force. If you compare that to a human jaw, we produce only about 300 newtons. So this means an adult T-Rex would have been able to bite through bone. That's wild. The reason we know so much about the bite is obviously through studying T-Rex skull fossils, but also by comparing them to modern animals like crocodiles and lions. And look, the power behind their bite is one thing, but we're still continuing to learn a bunch of other things about their bite and the jaw that give us an even greater insight into the T-Rex. Oh, okay. So what else have we learned about the T-Rex bite? Well, there has been research looking at exactly how a T-Rex bites. One project suggests that they may have crunched their prey, similar to the way an alligator would. This particular project actually replicated the T-Rex jaw through 3D modeling, recreating an image of the bones, tendons, and muscles to look at jaw movements. They looked at how they would crunch on bone and what different joints in the jaws were doing. There's also research comparing the bite of an adult T-Rex to juvenile T-Rexes. Unsurprisingly, juveniles didn't have the same power behind their bite, but this is still interesting, as it suggests they weren't able to eat the same prey as adults. So they most likely hunted different species. And then as they grew into their bite, they'd go on to eat bigger prey like Triceratops. And then there's even research that found bone disease in a 68 million year old fossil of a T-Rex jawbone. They found this out through a CT scan and another imaging technique, which gave them info about the tissue composition of the jawbone and also disease processes that may have been going on. These two techniques together indicated that this particular fossil had a bone infection. Yeah, wow. I mean, the sorts of things researchers are able to find is really amazing. And there's actually a recent research project that goes even deeper, basically looking at how the T-Rex evolved to favor its jaw over other features for an even more powerful bite. Right. So over time, the T-Rex was like, how can I become even more horrifying and make my bite even deadlier? Love it. What can you tell us about this research? It's a project from the University of Birmingham in the UK. And this research looked at the eye sockets in particular of the T-Rex and how their eyes and eye sockets changed shape over time to allow for a deadlier bite. If you've ever looked at a T-Rex eyes through film or other media, (laughs) you'll notice they're pretty small. They actually have keyhole shaped or elliptical shaped eye sockets in their skulls compared to a lot of other dinosaurs with more circular eye sockets. So in this project, they compared the eye sockets of 410 fossils from the time of the dinosaurs, including from dinosaurs and their close relatives, crocodiles. Basically, they used 3D modeling to simulate different T-Rex skull structures, and they compared the forces that the eye sockets would be subjected to based on the bite of the different skulls. They found that narrower eye sockets would deform less during biting compared to the more circular ones. Narrow eye sockets also helped reduce the stress on the skull by distributing force from the bite to other parts. So ultimately what this means is that the T-Rex traded bigger eyes for a stronger bite. Okay, so Evram, the T-Rex is far from the only dinosaur species that scientists are looking at. But it does take up a lot of space in dinosaur research. Has what we've learned from T-Rex informed what we know about other dinosaurs? Yeah, I think researchers are using what we've found out about T-Rex to inform what we know about other large carnivores and their behavior, and vice versa. It also informs us as to why certain animals that T-Rex would have preyed on 
developed specific defense mechanisms. For example, ankylosaurs have armored plating, which prevents the T-Rex from getting a good bite. But back to your first point, you're right. Dinosaurs like T-Rex do get a lot of publicity and research focus because they're popular. They exist in pop culture. And I do want it on the record that I think maybe T-Rex gets too much media. I'm there with you, Evram. I'm there (laughs) with you. And I say this after I've just spent this whole episode talking about them. But I, for one, am an Allosaurus stan. Allosaurus is like the more slender, agile, and in my opinion, cooler cousin of the T-Rex. Okay, Evram, I can't believe that you just refer to yourself as an Allosaurus stan. (laughs) For everyone who doesn't know what that means, it basically means Evram is a super fan, a massive super fan of the Allosaurus. Yeah, and I think the reason I like it so much is because I grew up watching that BBC show, uh, The Ballad of Big Al, which documented the life of one particular Allosaurus. Al is now six years old. And as a sign of age, the crests over his eyes are now reddening. He is, however, making the locals at the waterhole nervous, and the smell of blood he brings with him is enough to interrupt the amorous Stegosaurus. So I'm not trying to diss the T-Rex. I think it's a good way to get people more engaged with dinosaurs, and obviously it does attract a lot of hype. But there are some discoveries recently which are completely changing what we know about dinosaurs altogether, and they have nothing to do with T-Rex. Do you know what, Evram? I think it is okay to diss the T-Rex because I'm right there with you. I am a Parasaurolophus gal and I also love me a bit of a Pachycephalosaurus every so often. So please tell me, what are some of these recent discoveries about non-T-Rex dinosaurs? There's actually a lot of good paleontology coming out of China uh, and a lot of feathered dinosaurs. There's actually one feathered dinosaur species called Cynoceropteryx. And in one of the fossils of this dinosaur, its tail was preserved. And actually, in its tail was preserved the color of the feathers on its tail. What? So it actually shows that it has red and white bands. We're also finding out a whole lot about the fact that dinosaurs have complex social interactions. They were smarter than we thought. And they even cared for their young. Another dinosaur called Jacopil from Argentina was discovered just this year. It has armored plating, but walks bipedally, so on two legs. So it looks like no other dinosaur we've seen before and suggests a whole branch of the dinosaur tree that was previously unknown to science. Amazing. Yeah, these finds are super exciting. Dinosaurs have been part of Western science for about 250, 300 years now. But findings in the last 20 or 30 years have really hit the accelerator on what we can find out about these animals. And what we do learn about dinosaurs can give us insight into some modern animals. Interestingly, that's mostly birds, because birds are believed to have evolved from dinosaurs. And look, I think sometimes if it were up to me, Cosmos would only be writing dinosaur stories. So I'll keep reporting on new discoveries, T-Rex or otherwise, because I just love dinosaurs. And I think that it's a really good way to get more and more people involved in science. Evram Yazgan is a science journalist for Cosmos Magazine. You can read more of Evram's reporting at cosmosmagazine.com. The Science Briefing is produced by Listener and the Royal Institution of Australia. This episode was produced by Jake Morecambe. Mixing by Dave Stein. Our executive producer is Melanie Withnall. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto. Catch you next time. 